my heart. Say you love me again. Unbreak what? Unto the heart it's all. Jeez. I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. Back again, back again. This is You Get Podcast, episode one, two, three, 123rd episode. You're here with Melly. And myself, Spree. Yeah, back on the ones and twos. Oh, on the ones and twos. What happened to last week's um, intro? Oh, yeah. Do you even read it? Go for it. Yo, listen, I got it. Go, go. Spree, them a pre. I can't remember what else I said, (laughs) but uh, I'm going to play Subway Free. That's it. You get me. And if you don't get me, you get me. That's horrible, bro. Oh, shit. Shit, Really? I'm gonna try again next week. <laughs> next week, okay. next week a better intro. Um, but yeah, we're back for another episode. Um, Spree, how you been? Uh, I've been good, man. I've been good. I've been good. Just trying to trying to make it. I've had a few setbacks, but you know, it cannot always be night, as they say on the Instagram things and that. Mm. Get me. Sun will come soon. So just grinding, really, taking oh. it easy, laying low. Sometimes I think. The, you know, like people get carried away. How do you mean? What do you mean? Like, wait, wait, wait. You're how how, how do you mean? You're living a lifestyle. You're, yeah. you're up, you're enjoying yourself. Uh-huh. But then you hit a period of hardship mm-hmm. and it's very hard to divorce that period, you know, that lifestyle that you were living. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And it's just about, you know, going into yourself and just taking it easy, slowing down and just, you know, living, basically living within your means and living according to... You got to follow like the light, like life will show you this is how life is going at the moment. So just stay there, stick there, stay in your lane, you know? Oh, some stick with it. To, yeah. Some people try to do too much and it just gets overwhelming. But yeah, bro, we continue, we move, we strive. Yeah. So yeah, um, just praying on a better day. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Yes, brother. <laughs> yes, brother. So... World Cup's being held in Qatar. Mm-hmm. Uh, amidst Wait, yeah. A lot of, you know, allegations of corruption, bribery, and just a whole world of madness. Yeah. Um, saw the removal of some of the fever officials. Yeah. Um, I'm not too in-depth with the names. I think Sepp Blatter was there, one of them. Michael Platini. Um, yep, yeah, all of these people. So um, mm. it's in Qatar, which a lot of people, if you just even know your geography, you know Qatar is a hot country. Mm-hmm. You know, so how are you going to do it in the summer? And that's the reason why it's kicking off now in the winter, because it's the only time they can play. Yeah. Um, okay. So amidst the World Cup being kicked off, a lot of rights activists have stepped out to kind of, you know, condemn Qatar or basically call out Qatar for their human rights, um, uh, human stance on human rights um, within their country. Okay. Um, so we've had a few people say, you know, um, as a homosexual, for instance, we don't have rights here. And the world needs to know this before the World Cup kicks off and everyone thinks it's all happy days. Yeah. Um, what you'll notice anyway, and any if you follow World Cup, so you just know you read the news and stuff, is before every World Cup, this kind of stuff does come up. Like when it was at Brazil, for instance, they talk about, you know, the 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 poverty oh, the favelas, around people. Yeah. yeah, and favelas and the fact that they're building the World Cup and you know, like with Greece, it's like the same kind of thing. And it just always comes up. So um, yeah, I mean it's nothing new, but What's your kind of take on on people talking about, you know, human rights in a country mm. that isn't theirs? 
should I say, or it's, human it's, rights in general? I think it's a, it's a tough one because, you know, it goes to the classical thing of like, no one wants to be a hypocrite, but, you know, humans are hypocrites by nature, right? No one's perfect. So you always want to call out the faults that you see. Um, yeah. They they released a timely documentary about the Netflix, uh, about on Netflix, I believe, on the FIFA corruption. So I can understand that, and especially with hindsight now and the whole new generations of fans have been born since then with like, Gen Z, et cetera, et cetera. And millennials now being of age in adulthood, people look back and say, that was crazy. You know, mm. um, how they won it. You know, it was just logically didn't make any sense. There was no stadiums that existed. Um, and Qatar's um, just hasn't been on the map. Like nobody was asking for it except for them. Yeah. I guess it's a tough one because before Qatar, there was Russia. Yep. Um, and that certainly hasn't aged well. Um it's, I do feel like people should talk about human rights, you know, but I do also think that there's a sense of this is what you guys have signed up for. I think the ultimate thing would have been to just boycott and say, we don't care what FIFA's done. No one's going, we're not turning up. Yeah. Is, is my view, right? I don't think it's right to go into someone's home, not respect what they do in that home, still visit them and critique them what goes on in their household yeah i don't think there's there's much to gain from that i don't think it's productive and i don't think it shines a light on the necessary quote-unquote evils that occur in said country um because the people that actually you know the trickle-down effect of the people that impose those laws they stand everything to gain from the world cup happening it's not the people that are actually being oppressed allegedly yeah so it's very it's a very tough one to kind of na- navigate on i think g- going closer to you know one of the biggest points is the migrant deaths but also from a lgbtq perspective it's very very difficult to kind of impose your culture on another i think the word they describe that is ethnocentric which is not exactly quote-unquote racist or xenophobia but ethnocentric people believe that their group or their culture it's kind of um the right culture the, the right, right culture yeah the better culture the correct culture and i just feel like it's a very very dangerous line to um impose that you know mm. um and i know that th- there is a clash because there's you know human rights sometimes there is, there is that version but you know it's, it's just very tough to walk into someone's home or this the host nation and be like you must bend your rules to accommodate us yeah and i just feel that uh, it's, it's i don't believe it's the right it's the right way of doing things um same way no. i didn't same way i didn't agree with when france you know banned the burqa you know it's just it's again another it's an example of ethnocentric behavior where it's like in france we show our faces right yeah and um there was so much uproar about you know that is islamophobia etc etc you know, it goes both ways. It goes both ways. It's like you can't enforce it when, say, someone comes from the Middle East into Europe. Same way you can't enforce it, someone goes from Europe into the Middle East. Yeah, exactly. I'll just, that's, 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 but that's my my view. Like, I hope that doesn't come across as support or me saying that, you know, I believe in, in what they're doing is, is, is right. But it's, I personally think if you're truly against it, 
rather than go there, for example, and like wearing the rainbow captain's armband. All those years ago, you would say you, like Qatar hasn't changed. It's not new. Mm. It's not new. It's not new. What happens to migrant workers in in the Middle East? It's not new. What happens to people from an LGBTQ background in 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 you know sexual orientation in in the Middle East? It's nothing new. You, we all knew this, um, and it's dangerous because it becomes a bit of virtue signaling. Okay, you wear a captain's armband, and unfairly, the people that didn't elect to play the tournament there. It's not. It's not the FA that comes out and wear the armband in front of all these people. It's it's the players. Mm. So you put them in a position. Yeah, so exactly. um, it's just it seems a, bit, a lot of a virtue signaling, and you see a lot of maybe TV pundits saying, you know, this is wrong, or you know, blah blah. blah. I'm gonna be. I'm not gonna be watching the World Cup. Fine. But you know, this is not the first time in history. Like we had an Olympics in Nazi Germany. Trust me. You know what I mean. So. There's precedent for for stuff like this happening where you like they say sports unites people, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, and sometimes it's better to work with people than to kind of ostracize them and boycott them. But if you feel that strongly about you the people that are being oppressed, then you make a stand, right? Mm. And that and that's it. That's that's just, that's my perspective, bro. Your two cents. Yeah. I would say as well, um it's just also strange, not strange, but where does it stop like Okay, you think Qatar are doing this mm. and that's the host nation, but what about the other countries that are involved that are doing other stuff? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm, look at Iran. Like, yeah, what are rats like in Iran? What are rats like in African countries, in Latin countries, yeah. in countries outside Western Europe? If we, st- if we impose it on Qatar, then why are we not imposing it on all the countries competing? Do you know what I mean? True. We had an Olympics in Beijing, no? Yeah. And then, exactly. you, know, you know, China as developed as their economy is, it's not known for human rights, you know, literally child labor and cheap labor for, for manufacturing. So we, we, yeah. we know there's a history there. So I just, someone could argue that the social conscious is much higher in the world right now. Yeah. But I feel like human rights is human rights, man. You know, you know crazy shit was happening in, in Russia, you know, crazy shit was happening in China, you know, it's, like the Brazil example is brilliant. You know, the economy, the poverty there, the wealth gap, the inequality. And it's like, oh, we're going to fund the World Cup. It's like, well, surely you should prioritise regenerating your population. You know, so, yeah. Who knows, man? Who knows? knows? These these people, yeah. If we can just leave it at that. I'm not going to say too much uh, before we roll and start getting into the, like, without, you know, I don't want to be too... No, 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 no. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think, I think... <clears throat> It's it's very tricky to have a, uh, a well, it's not tricky. It's we live in a climate whereby, um, when you're having a conversation, you have to make sure you toe the line of understanding and pointing out both sides. Yeah, and I think it's okay to basically say that we need to understand as as a society visiting other societies that it's very easy to to be become ethnocentric, and I don't think anyone consciously wants to do that. Yeah, because that quickly turns that quickly turns into racism. That's yeah, quick, it, quickly tu- it quickly turns into that. It t- turns into to resentment. It quickly turns to like, why do they? Why don't they eat with their fo- um, knives and forks? It yeah. quickly turns into that, hundred yeah. percent. And I think if there is genuine, genuine care about a LGBTQ community in Qatar, then let's have that conversation. You know, let's not just have that conversation because the World Cup is coming and all yeah. these people that sit on BBC or 
whichever, saying I'm going to boycott the World Cup. It's like, well, that's not practical for the people being oppressed, no? Yeah, exactly. exactly. What, what would you, what will you have us do? Have a plan. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just what it's not because the World Cup is over in six weeks. Those people are still going to, those migrants are still going to be there. Mm. The people that are being oppressed, the LGBTQ are still going to be there. You will come home. Yes. So what are we really talking about? Are we, are we talking about, you know, the safety, et cetera, et cetera, of the LGBT community whilst they're visiting Qatar? Again, it goes back to how is that really any different when it's like, okay, um, women that work in Abu Dhabi or tourists that go to Abu Dhabi and Dubai, et cetera, where it's like, oh, you know, you're, you're going to be expected to dress a certain way. You're going to be expected yeah. to respect their culture. You're not going to be drinking your wine on the beach or mm. be drinking mm. alcohol during mm. Ramadan or except, do you understand? Mm. Exactly. Exactly that. It's mental. So um, I, just, I just want to make sure that in, in the, in the stage where yes, human rights are important. Yes. LGBTQ rights are important that we don't go down a path of like, um, colonization in a way of like imparting our virtues on a foreign nation because they're hosting the sport for six weeks mm. now because for example for me it's like where does where, you i think you alluded to it, where do you draw the line you know we're seeing yeah. in the news right now scary stuff that's happening in iran scary What's stuff. Going on? so um there's been protests and unrest in iran for the last couple of months um, initially started off with I believe women not wanting to wear their hijab is my understanding mm -hmm. and, and apologies to listeners if, if, if I haven't got the full facts and I feel like a, a, it was a girl that was protesting and she went missing and she died and since then there's been just a bigger and bigger protest regarding what's going on there mm. now I believe one of the protesters have been sentenced to death or will be sentenced to death and um, it's hard because it's very it's very difficult to read stuff without it being tainted through a lens. So we talk yeah. about ethnocentric behaviour. So you're reading the news, you're trying to just get the truth and it's like, you know, you've got celebrities or mainstream media saying 15,000 people have been sentenced to death in Iran. I'm like, 15,000 people have been sentenced to death. Then when I've kind of clawed through it, it's like, oh, one protester has been sentenced to death or could be sentenced to death, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, yeah. the, the inflammatory headlines doesn't help. Like, again, do you want to offer these people asylum, etc.? Like, what, what, what can, what can we actually do in those states? Because it's hard. Because you, you look at Middle Eastern media, and some of them could say like, this is an obvious case of a foreign nation trying to destabilize another. And as much as people say, oh, that's impossible, we've seen it time and time again. Mm. So it's one of those cases. Do you, do you kick out Iran and say you can't be in the World Cup? Yeah. Because exactly. to me, like the execution of people is is absolutely insane, um, and there's no place for it in my world. Yeah, but that's not for me to then be a vigilante and what over for a whole government because they're doing what they're doing. You know, where does it stop? It's still legal in America. That's why it's mad. You know, but it's it's just one of those things where that's what I mean. Where we there's a lot to to unpack. Yeah. Yeah, it's very like, like you said at the beginning, hypocrisy and just a lot of pointing and you do this now, but you do this, but you do, yeah, it's a lot of it. Exactly. When it comes to this, I think my biggest like thing was, well, one of the biggest awakenings I had was in a newspaper, it was talking about um, a Christian uh, cake shop, didn't want to make a cake for a gay couple. That was years ago, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that, it was big, like, and it was like, 
mm. fundamentally it's against the church's belief, right? Yeah. Um, that's why they didn't want to do it. Yeah. And it kind of opened me up to this kind of argument or this kind of like discussion of how much can someone impose their will on another? Now, but I guess I guess the so the reason why that went to Supreme Court because the law of the land is not run by said person's religion, right? Is that where you operate your... Like, remember, this wasn't knocking on someone's door and saying, hey, can you bake me a cake? Uh, actually, can you bake me a gay uh, gay marriage cake? And the person's like, hey, um, actually, in my house, I'm a Christian, so I don't I do not do that. So I don't believe in gay marriages, so I won't bake you a cake. And you're like, ah, cool. I'll find someone that does. It was a business, you know, that operates by the law of the land, mm. which has human rights laws, non-discrimination. Uh, and then the person discriminated. Mm. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like... That's, that, that's not that's I wouldn't say that's a good example of someone's will. That's the law of the land. Yeah. You chose to set up a business there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You can't you can't set up a business somewhere and you understand the law. And even if you don't understand the laws of the land, the law of the land does not your ignorance does not protect you from the law. Yeah. And the law says straight up human rights, you can't discriminate based on race, yeah. colour, creed, etc., sexuality. And that's exactly what that business done. And the business yeah. thing was, well, you know, I should be protected by my religious religious beliefs. It's like, then don't run the business then. At the end of the day, it's, it's, it is what it is. So, um, it is what it is. Until, yeah, it Until it isn't. But yeah, man, I feel like we've unpacked. Everyone should enjoy the World Cup. Or if you're going to boy boycott the World Cup, it is what it is. All you need to know is that Arsenal Football Club is top of the table for the next six <laughs> weeks. And we'll see you on Boxing Day. Stop that shit. <laughs> Stop that. Stop that. Stop that. But yeah, man. Um, the next part of the episode uh, is something different, something new. A we new are, thing. New thing. Show them. Let's see it. Let's bring out the new new thing. It's a, we call it uh, the Reddit. Um, Reddit. Have we read it? Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You like, like that. I like that, Brian, like isn't it? Yeah. Have you read it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um have you read it is uh we will go through um a couple of reddit questions um and i'll read the question to spree and he will give me his feedback did i fuck up by expecting my family to pay for my birthday dinner yesterday i turned 18 years old for the past six years like clockwork every day on my birthday we would go to the same place for dinner and i'd always get the same thing for those who are a bit confused, I have extreme OCD and high-function autism. So basically, <laughs> the sort of it is, family brings me to a traditional birthday dinner, expects me to pay for my own food, not knowing I have no money. What? What? Wait, but can I just know how they asked him to pay? That bit. Just tell me that bit. You want to know how, how they asked him to pay? Yeah, that will give me the context I need. Okay, cool. So it says, uh, my family gets a little tight on money, I guess. I really should have asked before I assumed they were going to pay for it. For me, I missed out on my birthday dinner because I wasn't mature enough to bring my own money. I'm now going to rake leaves for a couple of weeks in order to take it, to, to to make the money back. Damn, that's sad, man. That is sad. You started this one on a violin one, cuz, because that one's... Bro, number one, mm. Dougie is 18. Yeah. He's 18, god damn it. This is acting like he's fucking... He's been working for 10 years. 10 years ago, he was eight years old. He yeah. just come out of school. He's basically at university age. Yeah. You were asking him to pay. 
That is mad. And you know what's crazy about it? This is probably the last time he shouldn't pay. Because he's 18, cool. But it's a lot. We'll pay for your 18th birthday. Yeah. Now you're a man. Mm. You pay for your thing. The next year, cool. 19, now you've had a year. Stack some peas. If you're going to ask someone to pay. So that's the first bit. Mm, mm. He's still a boy. Like, in the Western world, in a lot of countries in the, uh, the States, in the US, and a lot of places, you're not really a man until you're 21. So allow it. That, that's <laughs> That's mad. That is mad. And obviously he's got autism, so he's going to find it hard to get a job yeah, anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? He's not yeah, trying to, yeah, I'm going to go to Tesco and help. You know what I mean? He said he doesn't like talking to people. Obviously this guy's got, maybe has some, you know, he's got what he's, he's living with what he's living with. Yeah. Support him if you can. So that's it. Number two. Now this brings up the age old question. I think it's a lot more for adults. This is why I'm a bit like, I'm rattled because he's still a boy. So I don't understand how this is even a question for him. Mm-hmm. But do you pay or does someone else pay for your birthday? Um, I feel like stereotypically in, t- in society yeah. as a man and just looking at how my uncles moved and all the male figures in my life, yeah. they paid for everyone when they went out. It's mental, even on their birthday. Yeah, It's mad. Okay. I think that's wrong. I'm saying <laughs> it. I don't care. Yeah, I think that's wrong. I, thought, I, I, didn't, wrong. I, I didn't realise that's where you're taking it. Yeah, that's where I'm taking it. Yeah, you okay. need to, We need to stand against this. Okay. Y'all need to treat us <laughs> for our birthday. You don't have to be something mad. Whatever yeah. you can afford. But... Take us somewhere, goddamn. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not there yet, but anyway, it's his birthday. The I, I, I don't know. My group of friends, my social, my social circle, they pay. The birthday guy doesn't pay. He never pays. Like if we go out to eat, even a six of us, six boys or seven, let's say tw- six girls, six boys, mm-hmm. everyone pays for the birthday person. So yeah, on top yeah. of your bill, you pay on top to add for the birthday person. Yeah, Doesn't matter yeah, what. Yeah, 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 yeah. A special day. It's not every day of the year. So, yeah. They went in on him still. It sounds like they're kind of, I think they just think, yeah, this guy's been milking this autism thing too long. <laughs> Whoa, oh, that's, no. that's his family, bro. Yeah, I know, but that's what it sounds like. Bro, how, can your fa- I'm, how can your family take you out and make you page? <laughs> Mad that is. It's actually crazy. Why did you take me? Yeah, exactly. I was chilling. You said, let's go out to eat. But who knows? What's your take on it? Because that's I fucked up, Holmes. That's fucked up, Holmes. Um, I would definitely say, um, boy, um, I would definitely say, it's this one. It's a coming of age moment, man. It's one of the ones where it's like you get to that age, and there's two things that can happen. It's either you can look back, like you said, it's the last time that you, you know, your family do this for you, and it's one of those type of things that you enjoy and you celebrate it for. What it is, or you kind of realise that, yo, like, I'm a man now or I'm a, I'm a woman now and um, stuff like expecting your parents to kind of bend the knee to your every want. And I know obviously this person has autism, et cetera, but kind of expecting your parents to, to bend the knee and, and facilitate your lifestyle and, you know, people are still going to spoil you. And, and and you know what's funny? You still see that today with people of, of like, our generation, right, where it's like people fall out because you didn't attend their birthday or you know they didn't get the kind of birthday celebration that they they expected mm. and you know is that on is that on the person for measuring their expectations or is it on on the people that supposedly love them to facilitate mm. that so it's always a my perspective is always kind of like temper your expectations but also if you care about people you should really actually try to make the effort to to appeal to stuff that are very important to them you mm. know and also as a person that well, I feel like some people have a they tend to put their birthday at a kind of like a pedestal like it's the most important day so if someone doesn't say happy birthday it's like 
fuck that person. That person's dead to me. Yeah. Um, or someone doesn't attend their birthday or attends their birthday late or doesn't react to their birthday the way they want. Some people could take that really, really personally. Um, and sometimes it could just be like the person couldn't make it because they've got, they've got other stuff going on in their life. Like in the, in, in the situation we spoke about, the parents were tight for money. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a tough one. My, 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 my kind of, <laughs> my, um, my closing thoughts are, listen, man, it's your birthday. Celebrate yourself. Yeah, and that's and and that's it. Don't be taking no one to the restaurant, and when they say yo, we can't pay for your food, you start flipping that and flipping tables. <laughs> <laughs> and don't ever go out anywhere without your wallet. Yeah, he's still learning though. He's a boy, man. That's for he's everyone. Tight. That's for anyone. Anyone that's listening. Yeah, that's tight. But also, no. But for me though, I'm not gonna lie. I do think birthday, like of any day of the year. And especially because he's not saying, yo, it's Christmas, I didn't get a present, or it's New Year's, and no. Bro, it's his birth. It's literally, you can spend that $30 on him, yeah? No matter what you have, no mm. one else can eat. He could just eat his meal on the table. You little just sit there and cheer hey, while he's eating. Yeah. $30 for that year, and he's done. You don't have to get him nothing else. I think that's absolutely tight. I think that is mental. Yeah, the economy is tight, bro. The economy is tight. Very tight. <laughs> it's not the same. It's not the same. The price of today. <laughs> Literally. Oh, man. Well, keep, your, keep your head up, King. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, we're going to do this two. Is, we're gonna, one more thing. Yeah. That is definitely the origin story. Of a super villain. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna, gonna, he's, gonna, he's gonna, when he's taking over the world, he's like, yeah. my family, I, I was 18 in my family. Literally. Yeah. Why are you only killing family? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what my family did to me. Yeah, yeah, he's done. They're done. The world's done. The world's done. Just running in random restaurants and smashing <laughs> birthday cakes. Yeah. Oh man! But yeah, um, so that's that is going to be the have you read it section of the week because we're not doing another one. You, nah, we're not doing. Another one. Bro, we need. I need to talk to HR. We need to filter these out a bit better because <laughs> yeah. there's some crazy shit in there. So, uh, yeah, that brings an end to the. Have you read it? Yeah. Yo, yo, I get. I get. I know. There's gonna be more to that. I know. I know. <laughs> know that the albums. An albums coming out, I believe. Or yeah, season. yeah. So I'm getting a bit old, as you can see. I'm not into touch with the with the kids of today. Yeah. But um, someone's put that Stormzy's got an album coming out, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of ballads on it. Um, and he shared about, you know, that he basically still misses his ex. Mm. Um, I think Maya Jam is his ex. He broke up with her, what, mm. two years ago, okay. three years ago. Mm. And um, he's basically still saying, look, I've messed up. I fucked up. Still miss her. Mm. Still wish I could be back with her in, the li- in his life. And a few of the songs obviously reflect that. Yeah. Now on the WhatsApp group, people are basically saying, and it wasn't just shared on the WhatsApp group, shared socially as well, but basically... Like enough is enough. Like get over it and move on. Yeah, and it's just about is it right that like you know you are a grand you're a grand artist right you're a grand artist you make you know some you know dutty tunage you, you know your tunes are about <laughs> your tunes are about the roads and tunes are about you know the gram the gr- yeah, what gram- yeah, yeah, yeah yeah I don't need to really elaborate that check check out what gram's about so yeah stick to that bro don't try and do ballads like and get over it. Mm. So what are you saying about that? Should the boy get over it? Has he got a right to make these type of tunes? 
should he leave it in the past and move on and get back to give the people what the people want and people know him for, mm. you know? You see me, yeah? I'm an equal opportunist, yeah? Mm. And I feel like people saying that, oh, I'm so tired of him talking about his heartbreak or his breakup, et cetera, et cetera. I think it's just another another kind of jokes aside and people may be using it as humor or not but i think it's another thing of society saying that we're not trying to hear about a man going through pain you know is, is my is, is my view like all jokes aside i know everyone's got punchlines, but i just feel like it's just society's reminded that we're not trying to hear just just you know crack out the song so we could just skank to the songs you know what i mean and i'm i say that to say is that stormzy's a, a young guy and the stuff he's achieved is remarkable, yeah. And he mm. can't even get off a, a rollout of talking about, you know, how he lost, you know, the love of his life at a certain point and how it impacted him, you know. He can't even talk about that without people rolling their eyes. During Men's Health Month, bro. If you can't talk about your mental and heartbreak during Men's Health Month, when can you talk about it? Mm. So, considering, like, he's been reduced to the whole thing. Like, oh, like, why is he still going on about it? And I'm like, yo, like, have we not seen artists come out with albums and themes about heartbreak, et cetera, et cetera. Like Beyonce made a whole album about her husband cheating on her and her getting over it in Lemonade, mm. you know, allegedly, you know? Mm. So it's for me, it's a bit tough to take. Cause it's like, I get the jokes and all of that stuff, but Especially during Men's Health Month, I just think it's another dangerous president. And I and I, I said I said it that. But I hope you, you see, I hope young men don't take this in and be like, I can't express myself. Like if I am going through some sort of like heartbreak or you know mental that nobody's trying to hear that. I'm just here to entertain or facilitate. It's like nah. I, I hear that. I hear that. But where I can hear where they're coming from is that okay, you talk about Beyonce, yeah. She made one album. Mm. We had a little couple months where she was talking about it and we moved on, mm. right? These other people make songs about heartbreak. Mm. And who knows, they might be talking about one person. But again, their genre is specifically towards that. Yeah. Right? So that's that's what you expect here and that's what you want to hear. Stormzy is, you know, he's writing for the trenches. You get me? Yeah. He's making music for the man in the hood and all this, you know yeah. what I mean? Or people just to relate to that lifestyle. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So I can kind of understand and see where they're coming from. Like, yo, brother. You spoke about this two years ago. You spoke about this on interviews. You spoke about this on podcasts. You spoke about this everywhere and anywhere. You've made tunes about it already. Mm. Do we need to hear this again? Why not? Why? But why? You don't need to. Because it's it. him. It's him, isn't it? I know, but you've got to think about it like this. If every day you came to work and, okay, I broke up with my, my missus. And mm. I told you about it. I'm crying. I'm going through it. Whatever. Da, da, da. You cool. spoke about it. Cool. Then two months later, I come to you, I speak about it again. You're like, okay, cool. I'll just give you some more time. Then a year later, I'm talking about it again. Then another year later, I come and have the same conversation with you. Brother, regardless no. of woman, anything. No, bro, I disagree, bro. Why are you not moving on? I disagree. He's, he's moved on. He's in a, like, like, and I feel like people take the context out that like he learned a lot about himself. And like after that, and he, he never wanted to be in that situation again. And that inspired him when he started curating his new content and his mental growth and him growing up to be a man. Cause back then he was a boy. So I feel like people are f leaving out the part where he's basically saying, I went through this 
And this is how it helped me get to closer to God. This is how I switched on social media. This is how I started to have a bigger perspective of life and a more mature perspective of life, etc., etc. And and that's why I find it so jarring because everybody just wants the end product. Everyone wants the the new version of you, whether it's music, the content you put out, or the charities you're doing, or all the endeavors. No one wants to know the journey. And all he's saying to publications, by the way, he's not on the street of Tottenham Court Road saying like singing Tony Braxton he's not doing that he's telling his you know what he's been interviewed and he's been intimate about it and it's like the rolling of the eyes like oh he's still talking I'm like for fuck's sake someone's asking him about it what do you want him to do what bottle it up like a lot of men a lot of young men are going through or a lot of older men are going through where they can't express themselves or people don't men don't have that kind of well if it can happen to Stormzy you know there is light at the end of the tunnel like he Mm. went through that and look where he look what he's doing, like, or not even just that. A lot of stuff is like, oh, you may feel like I'm going through the end of the world in in my scenario, but all it takes is one other person to say it, either a friend or you see it on TV, and it gives you perspective. Like, ah, okay, other people have gone through this and they survived it, but the way he's just like humoured of like, ah, oh, like, okay, you've gone on about. It. I'm like, ah, yeah. If you ask him, I hear that. If you ask him, that. he he has every right to say, yeah, I went through some crazy shit with my breakup. I felt like this. I felt like that. And it helped me get from where I am to where I'm going. Simple. Simple. That's that's, that's all that's it is. Fair. But I feel like, I don't know if it's people are being obtuse or people choose not to take from it what it actually is and would rather get these jokes off. Cool. But I just feel like it's always jokes at the expense of a man and Considering it's November and it's Men's Health Month, I just feel like all it does is inhibit men from sharing how they feel. And now it's like, okay, cool. Because there are times where young men or or older men feel as if they've got a a clock on how long they can feel something or how long they can feel painful. You understand? Because there is that whole unsaid thing of like, okay, you can grieve about it now. I'm going to give you a week or two weeks. In six months, we can't be talking about this again. And, And that's not per se someone's telling that to young men and men around the world but there is that kind of unsaid thing is like you can't you're not allowed to just live with it and 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 learn from it but this is where i'm different i don't agree with it i don't think you should live with any type of thing no but but that's the thing everyone anyway everyone processes things differently bro i get but everyone processes things different i'm I'm not here to say this is the healthy way this is the this way if it takes you four years to get over someone because something happened hey ho listen that's how it does. Listen, but my whole perspective as a as a person within your your network is I'm not gonna shut you down. I hear it. If you want to talk to me, if you want to talk to me about heartbreak, bro, about whatever woman from four years ago, whatever, I ain't gonna sit there and shut you down. I will. I will challenge you to be like, okay, so bro, where's this going? What 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 do you want from yourself to to deal with this? Like, what what can I do? But what do you need to do for yourself? What do you think you're lacking? Do you want to get back with her? Does she want you back? Let's talk about it. If if you just want to like get it off get it off your chest, for me, I'm a person that let's talk about it. But then I when it. when I feel like society is always like you got to move, or you gotta, I'm like brother. I just feel like no, okay, it's wait, a, wait, it's wait, a dangerous president. No, 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 let me let me explain stuff as well. Go things that we're not putting because you have to put context into this. Cool. Number one, you said we don't want to see the finished article. Unfortunately, brother, you are an artist. As much as we might care a bit about your background and your diehard fans definitely will and care about what you're going through. Yeah. That, Someone like me who I'm not involved in your life, I don't really want to hear about that. I want to see the end product because you have to deliver a product to me. I am a service user and I want service. 
I need service. I demand service. But anyway, I want your product. Yeah. You get me? Yeah. I don't care about this, that, and that. Yeah. I'm tuning into you because this is what I expect to hear. Yeah. I don't want to hear none of that. I'm not going to lie. And I get, okay, you want to get off your chest. Get off your chest with your therapist. Get off your chest with your mates. Get off your chest with other people. But for what we want and what we expect of you in your role, you know what I mean? This ain't just a guy that's got a talk show and does this, or he's just a normal guy on the street that they're following. This is a musician. So yes, you have to deliver a product. You have to deliver an end product. We don't care about the journey in between. Nobody does. If you haven't released an album for six months mm. or a year or two years, people are going to start saying, yo, where's your fucking music? No one cares if you just lost, a, you had a miscarriage or you just lost something or something like that. They want to hear this Not shit. everyone, bro. See, this is, this is bro, where- but mo- this is- mo- Listen, that's what I'm trying to say. Your, your diehards will, and people that really are invested in you and invested in your, in your life will. Not but per as se. A music- no, generally, bro, I don't really care what's happening in Brad Pitt's life. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't really care. Well, you're and not. You might call me harsh for that. No, no, no. But that, but I think, I think that's where it's different because I feel like one big thing is, if he's been like again, like I said, you can you choose not to follow Brad Pitt's information. We don't. You don't even know how many interviews he's done this year, right? Cool. Yeah, yeah. Perfect example. You don't know because you don't consume it. My whole thing is, everyone that's complaining and whinging about you don't. You're you you literally do not have to consume it. He's no, not, he, bro. He, it's he, in his album, bro. I hear that, but I'm trying to say you don't. You don't have to listen to, to the album. You don't have to listen but to the song. Do you get it though? But this is where the this is where this is the, crazy. You're telling me that people, it, people are hate listening. Then no, not hate listening. You're like, yeah, cool. It's like, like good example. You put the last Drake thing on the last Drake's album. You're like, yeah, this is my boy. I'm ready for the ballads. Yeah. I'm ready for that rap. Then you hear, I don't wanna know. Oh, the dance <laughs> album. Yeah, you start switch. What's this? What's this? This ain't my guy. Then you turn it off. Yeah, you turn it off. Yeah, but still, you have the right to say this isn't the cheeseburger of old. <laughs> this ain't the Rubicon that I used to drink and swallow and enjoy. This is but sugar-free Rubicon. The right bean. Yeah, come the and then you take that. There's people out there that's gonna enjoy it. Yeah, but still, the people that don't enjoy it have the right to say, yo, this rap beaner don't taste the same, cuz. Cool. This ain't banging like it used to. I used to fuck up strawberry rap beaner. It's a bit personal now, it's all coming out. <laughs> that so strawberry rap beaner, you lot did wrong, man. You lot did wrong, bro, on that strawberry rap beaner. Do you get it? It's the same thing with Stormzy, bro. I, I want to hear this. Where is it? I understand and that. Dude, the only other thing I'd say, in yeah. terms of, I get heartbreak and all that, but I don't think, um, I don't know. It's a big point I was brought up on the WhatsApp was the girl is also in the public eye. So mm. you've got to kind of have some chill. I get, you do want to talk about it all the time, but this girl's been engaged. This girl's gone through stuff. If I'm engaged to a girl and there's a guy that just keeps talking about her, I'm going to be pissed off. I'm going to say, shut allow it. Like, it's done. Mm. It's done. Leave me alone. Like, I'm just trying to have a happy life with this thing. And every day we're turning over, we're getting reminded of you're big as well. It's not like you're a little star. Mm. We're reminded of, oh, I miss you, babe. I miss you. Stop it, bro. Stop it. Do you know what I mean, bro? And that's what you got to remember that context that he's a, he is in the public eye mm. and she's also in the public eye. So allow it, bro. Like, keep that calm. Don't, you don't have to do that. In terms of living with stuff, I hear what you're saying. Some people take five years, but I think the outwardness of your pain shouldn't be too long. Because like you just said yourself, and that's where I'm at, where's the progression? I want to hear progression. I, yeah. I don't mind to hear about your problem for a little while, but yeah. show me the progression. Okay. Yeah. Do you get that or a little I, bit? No, I, get, I, get, I get you, but I was gonna. So I lead. I ask you this: What's the maddest stuff? What's the what's what's the maddest time? Or mad, not maddest time, but what's the maddest thing you think you've done during like 
a romantic breakup, like in terms of how you were feeling, in terms of how you engaged with people or how you retold it. Well, what do you look back in hindsight and think that, yeah, I was moving a bit, you know, I was doing a bit too much. Give give us um, an example. So I, when I broke up with my ex before, mm-hmm. um, we all, you know, just talking about, uh, you stuck it on me there still. Um, <laughs> we were discussing how, because we lived together, right? So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, how are we going to end the contract and what we're going to do with everything? Okay. And then we spoke about it. And then basically we got into a mad argument about, You've done this. I've done this. Oh, mm. one time I gave you money when you didn't have money. Oh, okay. And I'm like, well, I paid you back though. Don't make me out like a broke boy. I'm paying you every yeah. cent. Yeah. Da, 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 this. Oh, I'm taking this. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Well, if you do that, watch what's going to happen and all this. And I didn't need to go to that. Really it really got, it basically really got toxic. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't need to go to that. Well, again, it was a, it was a crazy relationship anyway. So maybe that was just a result of. But how did you, rea- how did you react? How did you retell it when you were talking about like, okay, we're not together anymore? Oh, hundred percent. I said, bro, she's moving mad. She cool. said this, she said that, she yeah. did this, she did that. I was there, yeah. I was there, I was front row. I remember. Yeah, cool. yeah. You. That's why you're smiling. <laughs> <laughs> however, however, yeah. however, mm. that lasted maybe a month. Cool. And then I internalized it. I sat back, said, yo, I'm moving mad. Let me relax. Mm-hmm. Let mm-hmm. me relax. Okay. Okay. How about you, bro? I've just shared something quite intimate. So can we have something from your side, please? Yeah, of course. I, I, I've been through I've been stuff. I remember when, um, what's it called, bro? I went uh, I went for a walk in the rain. <laughs> I was I was so pissed. I remember I had to, um, <laughs> I remember, I remember, yeah, listen, I remember I broke up here. Yeah. This was years ago, I broke up. And then like, I was out, I broke up at work. Mad. Cool. So I remember I came. So I had the argument. Now it's over. It's finished. Boom. I, obviously, do, as you do in the office, you go to the disabled toilets on a different floor. You have the, <laughs> argue, you have the argument out there. Yeah. Um, cool. Tell me why. Yeah, my vision was hazy when I was walking back to my desk. And I, I was lightheaded, fam. <laughs> I was staggering. Cool. I remember I sat down next to my manager and he was like, yeah, so you're going to get that done. Um, yeah, yeah, because we need to, we're going to present, you know, to next week. So, yeah, yeah and it really needs to get this finished. And I remember just looking at my my my, um, <laughs> my computer and I was like, I don't feel so good, man. I don't, I don't feel so good. Because <laughs> everything all right, I was like, man, I just got a massive headache. And I was like, oh, that's what I knew. Listen. When I done the sound effect, uh, <laughs> I was like, yo. I'm rattled. But, well, I will say that was the initial, but yeah, it took me a couple of weeks to, to figure it out, man. I had to, there was several times I would call my friends and, and, and rehearse the story and keep going back and say anything I could have done. There were several times I used to speak about it with, with my close ones. And I feel like it's something that you do need to talk out, man. You do need to talk out because I feel like when you go through stuff like that, if you don't talk it out, it doesn't. You don't learn from it. Hmm. You don't learn from it because I think everything you everything you go in life you can learn from. What you could have done better. What do you take from this? And because I think one of the biggest things is, and I know you use the word internalize. I think the best, the worst thing you can do is internalize anything when it comes to a breakup because it's two people. Remember, it's two separate people, and you've yeah. got to let. I think you've got to let it go. Yeah. Exactly. You gotta say I went through this. It it didn't go how I wanted it to go. 
I've got to let it go because what what happens is that if you internalize it, and 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 when I was when I was that age, I internalized that initially, and it kind of it does skew your 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 view on things and how you interact mm-hmm. with other people, right? Mm. Excuse your excuse how you behave, and you're not quite that same person that you was before the breakup, and you have to learn to let that go to get back to that person that you was. And mm. I guess that's that's why I was talking about the whole Stormzy thing of, of like, it is a progression. And I know I understand everyone's like, oh yeah, he's entitled to do that, but we're just tired of hearing it. I think it's just a dangerous rhetoric to just say that in public and be like, oh, we're tired of him talking about it because it's like, hey, yo, this could be helpful to somebody else. Mm. He will sink and swim by his content. Simple. Yeah, exactly. he, owe, he owes you music. If you don't like the music, you don't like the music. Drake pulled out an album doing dance because he was going through a dance era. Bro, he's gone back to he. He made a straight straight away within six months. I'm gonna do a rap album with Twenty One Savage. I'm gonna rap. Yeah. The, I'm gonna yeah. That's it. If he if he comes out and he's like, yo, you know the content didn't stick, the interviews and all that, the 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 subject of the, of the music I was putting out, it didn't resonate with people. I ain't gonna do it again. And maybe for him, it's cathartic, right? It's like I want to put this out there just so I can do it. And it's done. This is my therapy. This was a selfish endeavor. And if people that received it received it, cool, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. He's not trying to turn no one. He's not trying to say you have to take this. You have to take this pain, this pain music, and you gotta love it. Nah, man, he ain't trying to do that, man. So yeah, let my boy live. Let my, all men out there, if you want to start writing ballads, if you want to start singing about heartbreak, embrace your inner Tony Braxton. Yeah, embrace it. Embrace it. Yeah. Now and again. We'll just see, you know, to be fair with all this, like I'm I'm just being devil's advocate. I actually don't mind that he's doing that. Like mm. I like I like when people diversify. Yeah. But I will say for those that are on the on, you know, who aren't happy with it, just give him a chance to see if the next thing he does is gonna be like that. If it is, then fair dues. I get why you'll be super pissed. Yeah. Because you lied to me. You lied. <laughs> but um if he don't and he goes back to Normal, then yeah, let him just get off his chest, innit? Yeah. Let Big Man get off his chest. Simple, man. Simple. And but, yeah. Uh, I, I definitely, speaking on that, I do definitely believe, like, you are a public figure, in it, And public figure means you are owned by certain, you are, you know, you are bound by yeah, certain obligations. You ain't bound to do nothing, man. You are, man. You are. You're this new age of, 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 you know, everyone be free and just do what they like. <laughs> no, brother. You make the rap. Fifty Cent can't come and make a um, a rom com. Shut up. That's not you. Don't but, do but, that. But, but if he does, he does, isn't it? Yeah, he does. But you know what? That's not a good example because he's, like he, stepping, out, he's <laughs> stepping out of his field of that's music. Like, exactly. He stepped out of his field to 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 do um yeah to do power anyway. So. Exactly. And no one's like, stick to rap. Yeah, it's true. Exactly. So you've you snooped no, yourself. No, I didn't screw myself because he kept it. You played yourself. No, he kept it. He kept it. Uh, he kept it G in it. He's a G and he kept it oh, G. Okay. I hear you. He's, yeah. I hear you. you know? But yeah. Yeah, 50 Cent made love songs, innit? Yeah, I know, but he made it G love songs, you know. She seemed to love me now. Chase! Hey, 50 was a guy, you know. But anyway, um <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the- uh, all, I, all, I, all I'll say to close on that is uh, every man should feel comfortable enough to express himself and and be able to be like, yo, without without feeling the need of like, oh boy, you got to speed run through this. You know what I'm saying? That's it. I understand that, look, he's a certain type of person, but, you know, growth, with growth comes aging, man, and more life experience. And and he's in, yeah. a, dif- he's in a different place right now, so. I hear that. I hear you to the extent, but why I don't hear you completely is that mm. we both know if there was a guy that kept talking about the same thing all the time, 
you say it's enough. It's in your head. You might not say it to them. Yeah. Head, Yo, ch- this guy's on it. Yeah, Chill, but that's it. That's, that's only if I'm like, Yo, bro, how's your day? He's like, Yeah, I thought about her I again. Miss her. I miss her I again. Say, I say, What do you want me to do? What can we do? Do you want me to call her? Yeah, I will look for solutions, right? That's frustration. I know, but that's a friend thing. But if it's a thing of like you're doing a rollout and you're, you've been, remember, he's been gone for two years. There was a whole pandemic, you know. I think it's just a case of like, look, this is where I've been for the last two years. I'm still dealing with this breakup. I've been locked in my yard. I didn't get, I didn't get to do my world tour. Basically, I got screwed in it. You know, it wasn't nice. You know, losing the love of your life and then going into a lockdown and then losing your world tour. It's shit. No, I hear it. So, I just feel like a lot of people are like, oh, get over that. I'm like, trust me, man. You people. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just feel yeah. like a lot of people are not as sensitive as they could be because, um, yeah. If it was this mandem that was just saying he needs to move on, then maybe I could take it differently because we're both men talking about this and we're going from two different angles. Well, I do take offense is kind of like seeing people that are not from that and whether it'll be women or whether it'll be people from different backgrounds. I can't respect that because you don't know how it feels. Because you're, you're yeah. not, you're not, you're not his demographic, right? Yeah. So you, who are you to then tell him it's enough? That's my thing. Yeah. I can hear it from yeah. Spree. Yeah. I can hear it from Melly. I can hear it yeah. from Ed. But even then, I can hear it and I'll rebuttal. But yeah. to be a woman and being like, he needs to stop talking, like, uh, he needs to stop talking about his feelings or whatever, whatever. I just feel like I would never do that and impose that on anyone else. So why do you feel the need to do that about a man during Men's Health Month? And that's that's just my part. And that's how I'm going to call And also art from the artist should come from the heart. So fair enough, you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. If it was painting, for instance, you know, someone could go through <laughs> different phases of painting. Exactly, bro. Yeah, and it reflect the life they're living and stuff. But yeah. I think, I think that brings a nice close to episode one, two, three. One, two, three. Yo, brother. Next week, please, for your assignment, your homework, come with new sounds, yeah? I don't, you know, let's switch it up a little bit. Okay? Okay. I'm tired, look, see, I'm tired of hearing this. (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh, man. Signing out. Melly. And Spree. Uh, Don't forget that we're on TikTok. You get podcasts um, and you can add us on Instagram to keep track of our episodes. So, yeah, everyone have a great week. Enjoy the World Cup or boycott if you want. And uh, yeah, let men get stuff off their chest. Happy Men's Health Month.